Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. We are so glad you're here. Let's get to it. Hey, y'all. We are back and talking about sabbatical today. We got a question from a reader Mm -hmm. about this, and so we want to talk a little bit about it. We... Why don't you tell them about our sabbatical we just got back from? So we just got back from taking a month-long sabbatical. We went to the seaside area, 30A in Florida, which is we great. We do this every year, and I think we talk about this a lot, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. The location changes every year. Yeah, but typically in the winter? In the winter, yes. Typically we go in the month of February because I remember when I was working a job, everybody would leave like the first week of February because it's the most miserable part of the winter. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to be gone for February. So we typically go either the month of February or this time it was January 15th through February 15th, yeah. somewhere in there. This sabbatical, this month-long sabbatical thing we've been doing for about 10 years, life-changing. You've probably heard me talk about it before. Oh, yeah. Like We'll just continue Huge. to talk about how great it is. And I understand that not everybody can do a month-long thing. Uh, mm-hmm. We get that. But some people are asking questions. And so we like sharing what we can from it because I feel like we've learned a whole lot from this. We've yeah. seen people do it the wrong way. We've seen people, you know, and not that it is necessarily a wrong, well, right thing. Right. But if you want to get the benefits from it, I think... We have some tips. We have some, some ideas. That yeah. have helped us. We've just made a lot of mistakes. And so we've learned from our mistakes and maybe you can learn from our mistakes as well. Right. So Robin reached out and asked us this question. She said, I love the idea of a sabbatical. I'm so happy that we can take one. But you'd love to hear a podcast on how to do that with younger kiddos at home and then other practical steps. Like, do we take the month off from cooking? What about laundry? Mm -hmm. All these different things. And so, yeah, let's just get into these weeds and just explain kind of what that month looks like for us. And again, the preface here is that I don't think there's necessarily – a right or wrong way. Maybe maybe there's a wrong way. I don't know. But we're going to share what that looks like for us, right. what right and wrong looks like for us. So we can quickly just say how we've practically done this for yeah. 10 years is yeah. that you basically Well, it was have... different before kids. So it's a different thing. Right. But yeah. I, I also mean just you have someone helping you with emails and you have mm-hmm. chosen to just put basically the business aside for one month. Yeah. Right? So- yeah, the, the nature of what we do, you know, creating podcasts, writing articles, writing books, all this stuff, it, it allows a flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that doesn't mean it's not without challenge. Like, it was right. really difficult to do this the first time. I was just as nervous as anyone else, possibly more so than someone with a job asking their boss to take a month off. Because at the end of the day, I, it all depends the first on you. T- yeah, the first time we did this, I thought, I'm going to come back and the business is going to be gone. Like, right. this is just crazy. God worked it out mm-hmm. and we've done it over and over again and he continues to work it out mm-hmm. and we're receiving the benefits of that biblical rest. <laughs> and so, right. So we, we put continue. preparation, you know, we prepare ahead of time basically yeah. so that we can, yeah, be afforded this opportunity, which is wonderful. And I think now that we've done it, we've seen how beneficial it is and 
we wouldn't go back because wouldn't go back where just wouldn't go back to just not to taking not them. Out. Yeah. Cause it's not just like, Oh yeah, that's fun. It's actually highly beneficial for our spiritual walk with God, for our relationship with our kids, for our relationship with each other. Well, yeah. And, and the family, like it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's an extended period of time where I can hang out with the kids like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And I think they're going to get, you know, when they're grown up, I think they're going to remember. Yeah, because I mean, everybody says this. It's like, that's time you'll never get back. When they're yeah. little, you will never get that time back. And I keep thinking of that. Our our youngest is about to turn three in a couple of days. And I just keep thinking he'll never be two again. He will never, ever be two again. This <laughs> 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 is making me really sad. But, you know, I'm, I feel like I have taken advantage of yeah. this yeah. time with him, which is... Yeah, we're doing yeah. our best, just like every other parent, you know? Right. In but, the midst of the craziness. All right. So let's start getting in some of the weeds of some okay. of this. So this whole thing started really as my sabbatical, mm-hmm. because at the, when we started, you were already we retired. Didn't have kids. Right? <laughs> Linda was kind of retired <sighs> from her church job that right. she had. Our business was doing well at that point, so I kind of brought her back And I was the helping you a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. enough to... Definitely yeah. not full-time by any right. means. And so those first couple of sabbaticals, we didn't have kids and it was you and me. And so we'd go to the beach and literally I would bring a stack of 30 books <laughs> and try to just you read. Would do nothing but read. Really five, six hours a day. And mm-hmm. we'd spend time praying together every day. Yeah. We'd spend, spend time kind of planning out the year and, and you know, playing. with God, having fun, yeah. yeah, all this stuff. And we didn't allow ourselves to watch TV during the day. We let us, we, we said it's okay to watch TV at night, but we, cut off all yeah, TV. So that like wasn't, or something. Yeah, so, it was like actual time to renew ourselves and to get in the word because yeah. we had that boundary, which for us was a temptation. Yeah. Least, yeah. yeah. And me. everybody will have temptations. So right. it's important to set those boundaries on mm-hmm. whatever your temptations are. And so if that's Instagram mm-hmm. and you're afraid you're going to spend six hours a day on Instagram, then no Instagram till 8 p.m. Yeah, or, or whatever. delete the app or whatever yeah. you need to do. Um, but the point is, those little rules that you make, I think, are one of the most important things to getting the benefits from the sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do those, if you don't create that structure, you're going to miss out on a lot of the benefits. Yeah. And one of the things that you've told me before is like, you, you're you like, I can't wait to be bored. You know, as adults, we rarely get bored. Well, as adults in the 21st century, like right. boredom basically <laughs> doesn't exist. One of Bob's goals basically is to get bored. To where yeah. he's just like, I just, I'm just bored. Well, because and the the reason I say that is, and I don't remember who this was. I was reading about somebody, you know, one of our great leaders from hundreds of years ago just talked about how that time and not like boredom in the idle hands of the devil's playwork type of boredom, but more <laughs> as in a giving your brain space to think without mm. just a constant bombardment. That's right. what I'm after. That's like the goal or one of the big goals of the sabbatical for me is how do I decompress my brain so I can get out of the the weeds and get up to the 50,000 foot view again and actually yeah. make life decisions, actually evaluate my life and where we've been, where we're going, all this in a much higher view than down in the weeds. That's the goal. And that's kind of what I mean by boredom. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's- so what about you? Like- because Linda hates being bored. I do. So how I, did that work for you? Well, it's not just being bored. It's feeling like there's no sense of adventure or sense of purpose for me. Like, that's what it is. It's like, I just, and this has honestly been a big struggle with the kids. So I don't like sitting in the house with the kids where they are running in circles, screaming, fighting, hitting each other, that I can't go to the well, bathroom. Well, they never do that. So, I mean... <laughs> 
I, I try to avoid that. So I'm like, I need something to do with them. Yeah. That's one of my struggles. It's less about being bored and about being quiet as it is. Yeah. I don't want to just be the referee all day long. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let's get into what it looks like yeah. being on this trip with the kids. Okay. So, so that was pre kids, which pre-kids. it's honestly so easy. Like mm-hmm. that's honestly easy to have a sabbatical yeah. that way. Once you add a baby and multiple babies and kids into the mix, it becomes a lot more complicated. And I mm-hmm. think really easy to wait the entire sabbatical period. Absolutely. So with kids, yeah, why don't you just start talking about how we structure things? With kids, what we do is we basically take every other day. So instead of when we had no kids, it was all day, every day, you just do whatever you want, go where the spirit leads you, (laughs) go where the wind blows you, whatever. So with kids, we had to be start getting really intentional. I think it was just we just had Alden the first time. It was every other day. So Bob would leave. I would take Monday. And for for him, he was like, I want to be gone as long as I want to be gone and I don't want pressure to come home. So that that was became our thing because that stressed yeah, which, him out and and made it so that he couldn't rest. Yeah. So I and I don't understand this. Like it's just a psychological thing, but I didn't and I still don't. And we still do this today. Mm-hmm. I don't want a a clock ticking yeah. that says you have to be done by this point, home at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I just want it to be a wide open window of I can go pray on the beach for three hours if I want. I can go read at a coffee shop. I can go to the library and read. I can do whatever I need to do mm-hmm. as long as it needs to be without that window ending. Now, typically, I think most days I probably come home, like leave in the morning. Lunch. Yeah, lunch, a little bit after. It's yeah. not like it's 6 p.m. You know, maybe one day was really late. but So I think when we were going to have those longer days, we checked in with each other because we only had one car and the person yeah. whose day it was I got to leave. They took the car. So if you're at home with the kids, like you either have a bike, but if it's raining or cold or something, then you pretty much can't leave. Yeah. That was one of those things that we were constantly like, okay, if you're going to be gone this long, that's totally fine. Could we just somehow work it out? So Talk about the car. We situation. can get, yeah. get out of here, which I stand by the idea that I would like to have a car next time. I would like to have two cars next time. All right. Well, we'll talk about that together. I know. Bob doesn't want to do it, but I <laughs> really do. We don't need to bring it on the podcast. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. So that's kind of a rhythm where we alternate days. And so right. if she's gone, then I'm with the kid. Yeah. And I'm just trying to make memories and have fun with the kids mm-hmm. and do whatever I can. And I, I do remember, cause for me, the most rest I can get is being away from the kids, which sounds really terrible. And I don't it mean to sound it sounds terrible. like a worn out mom. It's just, needs just some yes. For me, the, the real rest comes not from being away from our business, but actually from being away from the kids and not being away from them as much as having to do the referee thing. Yeah. And so that was kind of an adjustment for me on this last trip. It's an adjustment every single time. But you told me, you said, it's like we're at home unless it's your day. We just need to just go into the day thinking yep. this is just like every other day. It's not rest. This is just this in a is different not, location. <laughs> yeah. This is not sabbatical unless it's your day to be gone. And we'll yeah, just be Yeah, because if you don't have that expectation, like you're going to probably be sorely disappointed if you have a bunch Which of kids. Which was me. I mean, I was like completely frazzled. And Bob's like, you have to stop looking at it like this is your time to rest while you're taking care of the kids. Like it yeah. just isn't. Yeah. I think after doing this for 10 different times now, it's incredibly important to leave your location and to Mm -hmm. not do this at home. Yeah. 
I knew Last this. Last year we did it at home. Well, I knew this. I, I feel like I knew this five or six years ago, and I was constantly telling people this. Like you, you have to leave. And I and I wish it wasn't this way. I wish you didn't have to. But in my experience, yeah, we can't do it at home. We tried this last we year did try. because and we were in the middle of writing the book and everything things. else. We ended up in 2021 mm-hmm. kind of doing it at home. We're all right. We're going to take the month at home. We travel wasn't going to work out for one reason or another. We're like we're going to do the best we can, even though I know I've always told people not to do this. We're going to try it, and I was right. Like it was just it was, it was terrible. It was a terrible sabbatical. <laughs> like it was it wasn't a bad break. Like it's, it still was a break away right. from work, but. Just a bad sabbatical. It mm-hmm. was not the rest that I hoped for. And that comes back to kind of what this question is a little bit like everything is the same. And that's the thing. So I'm just in the same routine of cooking, of whatever, doing the laundry or whatever, yeah. all the different things that we're doing, the mail, the busted thing on the house that we got to get fixed. Like all of that right. stuff is still there. And part of the thing is that you need to get that away from you. So we do still cook. I still still cook cook. a lot when we go on the sabbatical. Mm -hmm. Um, We still do laundry, of course, but I try to, we try to reduce that. Well, and I I mean, I think this, I think everyone can ask this question for themselves. Like what stresses you out the most? Honestly, this trip, we are dryer broke. So that made laundry even more stressful for me. (laughs) But what would it look like to have laundry service for the month? Like how much would that cost? And would that be worth it? It might be worth it. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like cooking, I actually enjoy cooking. But if I didn't, then I would definitely be asking that question. It's like, yeah. I don't want to eat out. How can we save up dinner, enough but, till the next sabbatical to not have to make our food? But yeah, but if that is the thing that is going to make this trip feel not restful and feel not like a sabbatical, then yeah, maybe we should ask that question. How can we find another way to get food? Mm-hmm. Maybe we fast dinner every night. I don't know. <laughs> Linda probably won't like that one. I don't think the kids will like it. <laughs> Screaming. Yeah. I think that's a good question. I'm actually going to ask that question for us next time great. about getting a laundry service. That's a great idea. That, that was one of the parts that just felt like a lot Yeah. to me. Yeah. So I'm getting a little bit more granular. And I should probably pull this together. I have a handful of like checklists that I kind of go through each time we do these. Just asking my questions about the year and just kind of get things planned out and structured. And I think that, uh, yeah, it might be good to kind of pull that together. And Yeah. So I think another thing that we really try to focus on is family time because in our minds, this is our kid's sabbatical as well. So we still did schoolwork with Alden because he homeschooled. But Which I would have been fine not doing that, but I just felt like I wanted to have a little time to be able to do it myself mm. and spend some time, you know, because up to that point, I think you had been pretty much doing all of it. Right. And so... I kind of wanted to do it, and that's part of why we did. Yeah, but we also try to plan a lot of things that they're going to enjoy. So so even though the days when we are hardcore parenting, like for me, if, if I'm hardcore parenting that, that day, it's still nice to have Bob come home around lunchtime and then do the rest of the day together. <laughs> that is still a huge benefit. And also be like, okay, well, what do we want to do with the kids? Like, what memories do we want to be making? Because yeah. even though they're not sitting there just, you know, reading the Bible for hours, there's still just family rest and family fun time that we can have with them. That I honestly, I think every single year that we've done this, I've noticed big changes in the kids. Mm -hmm. Like I remember the first time we did it with Alden, he was a year and a half. We actually came here to visit and we took the month off. It was January or not January, June, June through July. Yeah. 15 through 15. 
Alden had been my little buddy. He had been my my baby. And all of a sudden after that trip, it was like he and Bob just clicked and they were two peas in a pod from then on out. And it, I think even still, your relationship is really solid. And I think a lot of that is based off of that yeah. trip. And there's just been a lot of stuff like that where I've just seen the kids change because they've had so much time with their dad, which not every kid gets that, you know? And there's a lot of working moms where it's true for you as well. So that's been really big, I think, too. And with that, the family time, I think the one word that I think to take from this, if you want it to be a good sabbatical, as in really restful, as in I think the most life-changing thing, it needs to be intentional. And so Mm -hmm. I think the the intentional is the word there. And so what I mean by that in terms of – because like some people will go on a vacation and kind of think that they're the same thing. They're just not. Mm -hmm. And again, like there's no judgment. Like I don't really care. Like I'm just saying that for us, like we've we've taken vacations and we've taken sabbaticals and they're just very different. Yeah. And a vacation in my definition is just doing a whole bunch of stuff, staying really busy. You're not working, which is a benefit. It's still benefit to not working. But in terms of a restful perspective, if I'm going to Disney, whatever, for eight hours, 12 hours each day and just the constant run, 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 run. Right. Like that's just a different thing. And so like what we do with the kids, like we're doing some fun stuff, but that's not the goal is to just fill the time with busyness and whatever, all the stuff. It's really to kind of have intentional time together, Mm -hmm. intentional family time. Yeah, Um, we took the kids out for a date each week. Everyone got a date. Yeah, so one-on-one, like parent with kid type of thing. And so uh, I think intentionality is just the most important part, I guess, for anybody who is wanting to do something like this. Mm -hmm. And and I'll add this because I know I would have thought if you had asked me 15 years ago, a month, I would have been so intimidated by it. And you don't need to be like, <laughs> there's just nothing, there's nothing that's impossible for God. And, right. you know, even though your situation, your job situation might look like that's never possible, you know, your business, whatever, it doesn't need to be like, I would encourage you to pray about it and mm-hmm. ask him like, you know, you're only going to find the answer if you're actually right. seeking it out. So it's worth praying about and asking, you know, God, is this possible and start small like start with a week stretch yourself and if you're not even doing a day start with a day because yeah the first week i did i remember the first week i was freaked out by that so it's okay it's natural it feels impossible that it feels like a stretch but continue to lean in that and maybe you're in a profession where it's just not possible even to get a week off or something i you know i don't know i think there's lots of different scenarios out there but i would encourage you to think okay what does it look like if i go to my job and then the rest of my time after work is over is complete sabbatical time, like complete yep. rest time. Do that for a week, do it for a month or what, however long you feel, you know, led to do it. Yeah. But I think there are ways to get the benefits without doing it exactly how we do it. Yeah. I mean, we're extremely fortunate. We understand that. We, yeah. But I think that, the but... intentionality is the key. Yeah. So without it, like, I just don't think it's going to happen. And so that's mm-hmm. where what you're talking about is it. Yeah, I'm choosing my next week a sabbatical. Right. Like I have to go to work. Okay, great. So how can I rewrite those other eight hours of the day mm-hmm. in a way intentionally to not let them be what they have been in the past and kind of yeah. create a new operating system or something like that for that phase? I even think that this can possibly work at work where what does it look like for you to be in rest mode at work? And I don't mean being lazy or not getting things done. I just mean the internal turmoil that is typically going on if you let that rest. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like for parenting, it looks like 
Normally, I would not let you play with Play-Doh on the carpet, but today I'm just going to just kind of chill out about it. Yeah. And let the way I even talk to my kids about it is different when I just have that thought, you know, we can't play on the carpet. What if we put a towel down instead? You know what I'm saying is like, how how can we rest even in the work that we have to do? Yeah, that's good. No, I mean, I feel that's, like- a, that's a message for myself right there. I'm not <clears throat> kidding. Yeah. Preaching to myself. I feel like we're transitioning to rest. Well, yeah. As we're a going whole, a lot of different directions here, in which I think it's really good. Yeah. But yeah, because it's like we should be living in this rest and everything we're doing every day. We should be. You know, and, and that's really what I hard. want. <laughs> but really do you hard. think – I'm trying to figure out if I feel like – because I remember hearing somebody talk about sabbatical and saying something to the effect of – if you live your life in a way that you have to have a sabbatical, then there's a problem with how you're living your life. Well, and I think that there's some truth to that for some people. But at the same time, I feel like taking a sabbatical rubs off on how you live the rest of your life. Or it can. Yeah. And I feel like it's done that for me. Because when you take a month off away from work, then you're in a situation where Whatever. I mean, it's like boot camp, like where you go through this thing that otherwise would have seemed really difficult or impossible. Right. And now you're faced with this other challenge. And like, well, that's not that big of a deal. I just took a month off. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So I can go on this, whatever. I go to the hospital because something came up and I'm not able to do X or Y or Z for three days straight. It's like, well, it's not what I wanted, but, you know, I've taken a month off. Like, I can do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Every single time I have taken sabbatical, during it, I've been like, this is not doing anything. I don't know why we're doing this. This feels like there are parts of it that feel frustrating to me. Do you feel like this or is this just me? I don't think it's as much as you. I have a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I think I, I feel frustrated because I always expect it to be something different than it is. So yeah, that's true. This that's is a where good we're point. different. It's like he has his expectations probably set in the right spot and I mine are just different. The first couple days, it just feels really like, I don't know where to go. I don't. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I think we could do better at is picking the same place each time. Because the first time we do it, I'm like, I don't know what coffee shop I want to go sit at. I don't know where anything is. I feel just a little lost. Every time we're in it, I'm like, I I don't know what I'm getting out of this. And then after it's over, I'm like, oh, okay, I see that it was this, 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 this. And I look back and hindsight is 2020 for me every single time. Yeah, no, every time that point about expectations, I think is really important, too, because I think it's like this a lot with what God does in our lives when, yeah, it's always it always seems to be like he does these big things through really small things that seem insignificant. Mm. And it feels like that. It feels like a lot of times it's like a seed planted, maybe a tiny little seedling where it's easy to go into it and be like, I'm taking a month off to seek the Lord. Like, I'm expecting Jesus to show up and this to be like the biggest thing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's easy to to get in that mindset. And to be honest, since we took that year off in 2017, we took the entire year off as a sabbatical year. And that entire year, I was really disappointed because I thought, all right, if God's calling us to take a whole year off, like we're going to get something great. And literally, it wasn't until I think two days before the end of the year that I finally got something that I thought was, all right, that could be fairly significant and it has from been. God. And it has been. It's mm-hmm. it's single-handedly been the most biggest thing in terms of reorienting and refocusing our efforts for our business, for our life, for our future. I don't know that there's been anything bigger than what I felt like God spoke to me in the two days before that year sabbatical was up. But most of that year, people would come up to me like, 
all right, well, what are you getting from God? You know, you've been taking a whole year off of sabbatical that God called you to do. Like, what's he telling you? Right. And I think that's scary too, is because I don't know, nothing. We have other people expecting something to happen that's not happening. And it's like, you can't manufacture stuff. Like, you just have to wait on the Lord. (laughs) You just have to wait. And he will reveal it when he's ready and when he thinks that we're ready. So, but that's part of it is getting in the position to be ready Mm -hmm. and which requires. The decompression, the stepping away from the noise, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Like, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it takes a while for us to get in a position to be ready to hear. Yeah. Anyway, that is everything you wanted to know about our sabbatical and more and how we do it. Hopefully, this is helpful. Yeah, send this to somebody you know who is wanting to do it. Our encouragement is just seek him in this. I mean, we'll be praying for you that you can do something like this because there's power in it. There it's, really is. It's a really special thing. So, with that out of the way, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. Happy to chat further if you have any other questions, things we didn't talk about. If you haven't already, leave us a review on the iTunes store or anything yes, like that. Send us a note on Instagram. Share this or any other podcast with somebody who needs it. Mm-hmm. And you're awesome. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.